All right, hello, Idiots on Parade, the Too Ugly for TV podcast, bonus podcast, hello, Barrett. Hey, how are you, sir? Um, I'm not going to lie to you, I'm disappointed. Listeners, that's Barrett Antar Goodwin, a musician in New York City, Afro-black person of color American, and I am Nathan Timmel, cracker-ass hunky comedian, and... Uh, the reason I'm disappointed is I'm disappointed in America, Barrett. I'm I'm disappointed in America. Oh. Every week, you and I we we chat, we we solve, we end racism. We've done it repeatedly. I mean, so many. I can't even count high how high that is at this point. It's absurd. And last week, last week I said, Barrett, let's talk ethics just for one podcast. Just one. I, I want to talk ethics instead of race. And look what happens. The world goes to shit. I mean, complete goddamn shit. I, yeah, dude. We, 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 lesson learned, America. We will talk race from now on every week and, and help you solve yeah. it. I honestly, it, yeah. it, for the listeners, we are recording. Hold on. Let me look. Um, Tuesday the 26th. And we were, we were going to record on Monday yesterday. And it's goddamn good thing we didn't because... We would have missed everything exciting because two fucking huge events that happened on Monday. Uh, I thought we were going to be stuck talking about Joe Biden saying, if you don't vote for me, you ain't black. And that would have taken five <laughs> minutes. Um, I mean, good Lord. What, what, are, what are your thoughts on the Joe Biden thing before we dip into real subjects? I mean, I just think it's weird. And I think it's I think he's just trying to be funny. And I. I absolutely understand that I don't think he meant to be anything other than amusing. And and he's just too old and out of touch to understand that that's just not funny. Cause maybe that would have been funny in the nineties or the early two thousands or something. I don't know, but it's just like now it's just kind of in poor taste and stupid. But so that's about what I think of it. I think that he, uh, you know, I think that t- like typically they they think that they have the black vote in their in the palm of their hand because we have no choice, and to a degree they're right, right? Like, what are we going to do? Vote for Trump? And well, if I, we don't vote, what does that what does that do? You know what I mean? So yeah, I mean, you know, I hear you one hundred percent. To the last point, it's that's where I feel that race got weird. It's because it's not just the black vote; it's like any vote. If it, I get that he made the race. If you, yeah. if you know, it's it's not just uh, you know haha blacks you have to vote democrat it's like anybody with an IQ but here when when that the, the, I agree with that was a stupid comment but I get it and I didn't get offended I didn't care I'm just I rolled yeah, my eyes he was just being an idiot yeah, yeah. and then so uh, my feed was full of white liberal my my friends people I know and they were just losing their shit and I'm like all right and then slowly within a day or two not slowly but you know within a, uh, I saw two fantastic tweets. One was by Wanda Sykes, and one was just by some guy that went viral, and I don't, I can't remember his name. But the guy said, "Listen, white people, we got this. We know the difference between an awkward ally and an outright racist." And I'm like, "See, there you go." <laughs> and did you see Wanda Sykes? Did her tweet? No. She said, she, "She said, obviously, Joe Biden felt comfortable enough with the black community to make a joke." comedy is hard it fell flat whatever it's not like he was telling people to shoot bleach into their tits like i mean <laughs> exactly what you said it do you find it odd that white liberals get more butthurt about this stuff than i don't want to say all black people but I mean, what i discovered from the black people i know um 
is like the not even not even the ones I know. What I saw online, it was younger Bernie bots and millennials that were offended, and then anybody I know that was of a certain age or older just rolled their eyes, didn't didn't care. Like was like, yeah, whatever. It, it's Biden. Right. He's old. Do you remember the um, there was a Volkswagen commercial where the guy shows up and. He uh he's a guy named Dave or something, and he keeps talking in a Jamaican accent to everybody in the office. He's like a white dude. They're like, Dave, aren't you from Minnesota? He goes, Yeah, man, the land of ten thousand lakes or some shit like that. It's like ridiculous, right? So by the end of the commercial, everybody's got a Jamaican accent because they're driving around in this Volkswagen and it makes them so happy, right? It's hilarious. White liberal people lost their fucking minds about cultural misappropriation and how racist it was. Every single Jamaican person I know thought it was the funniest commercial they'd seen in a long time. Right? Right. <laughs> like, See? You know, they thought it was hilarious. <laughs> I, the uh... white liberals were so offended. They, they get offended for everybody except white people. <laughs> The two the two Volkswagen ads I remember, one was the da 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 where they're driving around and they find the couch and they put it in the back and then they and then they I remember that one, but my favorite ad of all time and this one's online and I think they tested it and it leaked or maybe it did air in Europe. It never aired in America. Uh it was a Volkswagen pulling up to a French cafe and there's a Middle Eastern guy in the car and he's sweating and he looks around, he takes a deep breath and then he pushes a plunger to detonate. And then there's a shot from outside the car, and then there's sort of like, <laughs> and the thing was like Volkswagen built tough, you know, like the explosion was contained <laughs> within the car, and everybody at the cafe was fine. <laughs> and I'm like, that's fantastic. But of course, people were all upset, like, ah, oh, Middle Easterners, oh, and it was just beautiful. I mean, it's the kind of shit I would make if I was I in mean... commercials and I'd get fired. Right. I mean, it is it is offensive, but you know, it's also funny. Right. I mean, and I guess here's the question. At the time, did Middle Eastern people find it offensive? That's what I want to know. And if they did, then maybe Volkswagen was out of line. You know what I mean? Like, really? Well, but, hey, but then we get uh, into you know, nitpicking. Is it know. all, uh, you know, Middle Eastern people? Is it, you know, how, is it 80 percent? Is it is it a vocal minority? Because you well, can play that with any situation is who is offended and yeah. how many and. Is there a tipping point between, oh, 49% are not offended, so it's okay, right. and 51% are offended, so now it's not okay right. anymore? Like, it, it, that's semantics, I think. Yeah, I mean, I don't know. I feel like if you're, my honest opinion is that the commercial's funny, and it's in poor taste, right? right. That's what I think. Yeah. I, I would never I think defend it's it as funny. being. I uh, think it's funny, yeah. and they shouldn't have aired it. <laughs> There you go. That's what I think, you know. The sad the thing Jamaican is... The Jamaican one, you know, was funny, and they should have aired it, and I'm glad they did. Well, here, here's my problem, is I agree with you. That, well, I, I partially agree with you. The, the the terrorist one, absolutely in poor taste, but I'm a dick, so I think it would be funny to air it. But my problem is I think that the terrorist one would make a fantastic Saturday Night Live parody commercial, but they couldn't even get away with that, and that is no. the problem, like... Something like that should be allowed for comedy, and it's not. But maybe that's why it is allowed over in Europe, because maybe they actually didn't get offended, and maybe the maybe the Arab community thought it was funny. 
You know, like the Jamaican people here think it's funny. Thought the Jamaican commercial was funny. Like, you know, maybe people over in Europe actually don't have the same hangups that we do. Because, I mean, I honestly don't think they do. Well, they don't when it comes to, like, religion because, you know, they they get, they're very, like, they're over it when it comes to religion. Well, I mean, you know, like, if we talk about that silly woman in Central Park. Yeah, we're going to talk about her. Don't worry. But. Okay, well, you, are we talking about her later? No, we could, let's just jump right in. Okay. <laughs> all right. That's so, when I said that uh, all the shit went down Monday. That's what I meant is we were yeah. going to talk Biden because there was nothing to talk about. And then we have fucking Minneapolis and New York. So let's talk about both of them because those are real issues. I mean, I think that, well, the funny thing is that I found out about the um, the Central Park woman from Todd. Okay, let me let me back you know, up quick because this is one thing we do too often is uh, to anybody listening oh, that has their head right. up their own ass, uh, Amy Cooper uh, was a woman in Central Park. She was f- fucking around, walking her dog, not on a leash. Uh, Christian Cooper, not related, just odd that they have the same last name, uh, is an African-American man, a bird watcher, who saw her in an area where it's clearly posted dogs must be on a leash, and he asked her to put her dog on a leash, and she freaked the fuck out. So he, being a black man in America, got out his phone and started taping her because he's like, all right, I want to protect myself and show this interaction. And as she freaks out, she calls the police. She calls 911 and says, there's an African-American man threatening me. And by the way, I, I do want to point something out. This is nitpicking because um, we'll get into all of this. What I am the only one talking about, and I tweeted about this several times, and I've not seen anyone else saying it, my real problem with her, aside from the racism and the fact that she was abusing her dog as she was yelling it at Christian, is that she said to the police on the phone, he is recording me and threatening myself and my dog. Anybody that uses myself where me or I is appropriate <laughs> is just an asshole. When you say he's threatening oh, myself, man. fuck you. Say me or, you know, it, just, I, I hate people that use myself in situations where me or I is... is, is I, in fact, I think... We should disregard the racism and focus on her grammar and how she. (laughs) (laughs) Exactly. How does she have such a good job with such poor grammar? She doesn't have a job anymore. I know. All right. So now that's the backstory. Uh, Why don't you go where you were going to go and I'll tell you my. We'll we'll just let's just start talking Uh, that. So that's the backstory for anybody that for some reason has no fucking clue what we're talking about. Well, I mean, the, the I'll say this. When I was talking to Todd, Todd lives in Germany, for the people who don't know. Todd is an African-American male who lives in Germany right now and has for the past mm, five to six years. Yeah, why? And Yeah, it's been a minute now. And he said, you know, it's amazing because the first thing she said when she said, put the camera away, what she said that, that was the most telling to me is she said, I'm going to call the cops and tell them that an African American man is threatening me. Yes, that's what she that's said. That's where to I him. was going to go too. And, is and that's a threat. Like understanding what the in the climate of this country, that's a threat. Do you know what I mean? And that's how she meant it. Like she meant essentially, stay in your place. Well, I mean, you and know? that's that's what I don't think anybody's talking about that. Everything I've seen has been racist woman calls police or how dare this happen. But nobody that I've seen has broken down the fact that what you just said, that's where I was going to go with it is that was her go-to is like, okay, yeah, I'm going to call the police and specifically say, 
black guy. She used African American, but you know what I mean. It was it was right. let's get the police here as fast as possible. The right. only thing she could have done to make it worse is say I'm a white woman. Like if she had actively said right. that on the phone, like, <laughs> and I'm a white woman. Like, but other than that, yeah, she, it, that is a tool right there. Yeah, it was her. Like you said, a weapon. It was a weapon. Calling the police and saying, yeah. black guy threatening black person in well, Central Park. I mean, <clears throat> I mean, it's like, to me, I feel like she threatens the guy. And then when he says, okay, fine, call them. She calls them and she sounds calm. And then she calls them and then there's something that they can't hear. And then she screams in a panicked voice while he hasn't moved. Right. There's a there's an African American man threatening me, like panic sounding. And when I heard that, I was like, "Good Lord, she could get that man killed, and she could get him justifiably killed, right? Do you understand? Like, if the cops came up and and she was screaming that that man was threatening me, and then they shot him, they would absolute that wouldn't be racist. Well, and let's I, do you know what I mean? I, I mean, it might I wanna, be no, racist. no. I want to stick on this point be, because. But, because but you know what I mean? Like, she could have killed him. Dude. Right, right, Seriously, right. But I want to back up weird. for one second. What you said is so important because it gets to the heart of what happened. Um, it, it's so important that she what she was acting like what everyone calls a Karen. You know, she was, well, I'm just going to yeah. call the police on you. And like you said, when she first called, that is to me of utmost importance. Hi, there's an African-American man here threatening me. And then a second later or five seconds later, like you said, the, the, the response uh, from the, the 911 operator, and then she freaks out. Oh, my God, he's here. And that's when she says that he is threat recording and threatening myself and my daughter. It's like the way she bumped it up a notch to make sure yeah. that the person on the other end was saying, oh, my God, get the police there, get the guns out. It, it went from I'm an angry going to do this to it it was like theater. It was acting. And and the this is horribly funny. The first part where she said where, when she was still calm and realized that she wasn't making an impression on the 9-1 operator. Do you remember what she said? No, there's an African-American man here and he he's wearing a oh, bicycle he's a, helmet. Right. right, right. <laughs> I'm like, what the right. fuck? Is that like she obviously yeah. figured out that that did not sound threatening enough when she when she added the fear to her voice, the 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 getting out of control. But like he's wearing uh oh, watch out. He's wearing a bicycle helmet. It The whole thing yeah. is absurd theater on her part. I mean, the funny thing is, is to me, what what is what's most ridiculous about it? And this is the thing, right? Like this is this is what people refer to when they talk about white privilege and, and we can talk about that in a minute because I feel like white privilege is not what people think it is and I think that like when you're a person who lives in the Midwest where there's not a whole lot of people of color there's no such thing as white there's such a thing as white privilege but not really do you know what I mean like not in any real tangible sense that I think you can deal with like in your job you're not losing your job like you're not getting a job over one person because you're white because everybody's white do you know what I mean so like I think it's one of those things and, and I don't know if her privilege comes from 
her whiteness or from the fact that she had a pretty decent job in the city. And clearly she's single because she has that dog that she abuses. So I doubt she has. I mean, I'm kidding. She might have a family. I don't know. <laughs> you, know you know what my first but thought like, was when I watched the video, by the way? my first, You say she's like, my first thought was, is this the first time she's ever met a black person? Like that I mean, was to me the right. freakiest thing. Like to, to go from, ma'am, can you put your dog on the leash? just like right. fucking freaking out like whoa lady right but i mean what was interesting is that at the end of the day she thought it was well within her rights to go to a place that is a protected area take her dog off the leash and let it run around because it was quiet and peaceful and nobody else did it nobody else did it because they all followed the rules but she didn't want to follow the rules and then and and when he confronted her about it, instead of being like, oh, man, I'm really sorry. You know, I let my dog run around here because it's really private. But you're totally right. I'll put him on a leash. I'm really sorry about that. And just just walked away because she's breaking the rules. She said, no, I'm going to get this man killed because I think that it's my right to walk my dog wherever the wherever I fucking please. No however what I the please. sign says right however i please no matter what the fucking signs say i'm allowed to do what i want to when i want to and it's like what the fuck is that like what is that right like like she called the police and said she was being threatened by a black guy because he told her that she shouldn't have her dog off a leash right like, I, I do insanity. I do want to interrupt you very quickly. That's insane. I don't want to belittle that part because I mean as I said that's the most important part but um when did you black people start becoming bird watchers? That was the thing that confused me. I mean, right and I don't mean to say this to sound funny. But being threatened by a, a bird watching comic book collecting black I know. guy, comic book like writing writer, comic he's a comic book, book writer, black he's, guy, yeah, right. It's like being threatened by me. You yeah. know what I mean? It's like, good lord, what are you doing? Like, like the most user friendly black folks you're ever gonna meet. <laughs> you know? By the Jesus way, when I said you black guys, I, I, in my head, I fucked up. I was really trying to say. I was trying to reference the last Boy Scout where Bruce Willis says, "You got the brothers riding horses now," and I, I was, it, I should have said, "You got." When did the brothers start being bird watchers? That's what I should have said. <laughs> right. I was, in my head, I was going to do a reference, but I said, "You black guys" instead, and then I realized ah, I just fucked it up. So, but yeah, I thought so. I'm, I'm, I could be mistaken here. He, he, he is a comic book writer. Yeah, a writer or illustrator or something. Writer. Horrible. No, yeah. I looked and I, I, mean, yeah. I can't remember if it said he was gay. But he created one of the he he won an award for writing a comic book about a gay I think Star Trek he he was very very progressive in the LGBTQ communities which lends me you don't have to be gay to be that way but I so lady you are being threatened by a comic book nerd possible homosexual and right not that uh, right not even to be stereotype right but like a gay bird watching comic book collecting comic book writing black guy. Who rides a wears a bicycle helmet in public? Oh, that's maybe? the thing we should be doubling that's, down on. Like, who right, rides? Like, is it illegal or something like, to ride? Because I don't wear a helmet. Again, I'm a grown ass man. Like, again, again, I'm not making fun of the guy, right? Like, we're know, making fun I'm, of him I'm, a little bit. No, nah, but I mean, listen, I'm, I'm equally as goofy and nerdy and all that shit. So whatever. And he seemed like a pretty reasonable cat. And even just listening to the tone of his voice, oh, he was. I was, cool, calm, collected. Like, he was cool, hand fucking like, Luke. There's nothing about that guy that sounds threatening at all. And that's the like, way it ends too. She puts, she leashes it. the dog, and he goes, "Thanks," and rides away. 
He was right. not there. He said, I don't know if the police ever showed up. He just rode off calmly. Right. I mean, unbelievable. I mean, good Lord, man. <clears throat> what, what's weird to me is that she, I, and here's the thing, and this is the funny part, right? At the end of the day, I actually don't think she's racist. I don't think she dislikes black people. She probably voted for Obama twice. She's probably actually quite liberal, right? Or, like, there's a high likelihood that she's liberal, or at least quasi-liberal, right? And that's the thing that's funny about it, is that there's a certain switch that tends to go off in a certain breed of white people that when black people question them, it just turns into the Jim Crow South immediately, just for, like, five to ten minutes. But in her regular life, I'm sure that, like, she shares elevators with black people, and I don't know if she has any black friends, but I'm sure she has black colleagues and doesn't think anything of them in any kind of derogatory way, probably. She's probably perfectly reasonable. And when she said she's not a racist, what she means is, right, she doesn't say nigger. She doesn't, like, she didn't say, I'm going to call the cops and say there's a nigger coming after me. She didn't say that. She said an African-American, right? Like, she's very conscious. And I don't think she's consciously racist. She's just subconsciously racist in the way that we're trained to be in this country, just from television and all kinds of other stuff. It's almost like people can't help it, you know? So I I'm, I don't disagree with you, I'm, I'm, but I am going to play devil's advocate and see if you want to go down a, a, a different... Sure. I'm, I'm not going to say she's not racist, Um I'm not going to say she is racist. I'm not going to say either. But what if she's just a cunt? What if she's just a horrible human right. being? What if she's just exactly. an asshole? I mean, and, and, right, exactly. Yeah, like like she's right. like you she said, she's not overly racist. Fo- I mean, but it's her dude, go-to. Did you see the way she was choking that dog? Yeah, she's, <laughs> yeah as like, like she just might be a know? bad person in general. <laughs> I mean, and racism is what she goes to in a moment like that. Right. Like, oh, you're standing up to me? Yeah. Fuck you. I'm going to take the guy. Like, what, I, I think there's a joke or someone said, like, everybody's racist behind the wheel of a car. Like, right, like, exactly. Because you just get angry, but, road rage, and the the attack you do on the person is what you fucking old piece of shit, you Asian piece of shit, you but, fucking white trash piece of shit. Whatever is, your uh, target is, that's what you use. But this is the this is the the Candace Owens thing, right? Now I don't like Candace Owens, right, at all. I think she's ridiculous, and I, I think I'm that, drawing a blank. That, oh, she's the black conservative, she's a young black conservative woman. I think Trump just took a picture with her. Okay. I mean, whatever. It doesn't matter. I'm thinking she's a, of Stacy young... something. Wasn't there a Stacy from the movie oh, Clueless? Oh, right. Yes. Right. Right. Yes. Different person. No, this. She's a political. She's like actually like uh, has a tea. Has her own little show. Oh, and stuff I th- no, and no. I think I know who she does is. Lectures and yeah, all that yeah, stuff. Yeah, like yeah, she's yeah, yeah. she's a big deal in that community, right? And I have my real issues with her because I don't think she acts like her goal is to really help black people. But you don't help black people by telling them that they're stupid and and confused. What you do is you rationalize white people's feelings about black people by doing it. That and that's her job. Her job is not to help black people; is to rationalize racist white people's ability to be racist because she says she's running around telling black people to do it so they can say because they like her and she's saying it that it's not racist anymore. You know what I mean? It's completely ridiculous, but. But I get her journey, right? Like, I was fascinated by her because the fact that they're black Republicans, and there's a there's tons of them these days, like these remarkably interesting black people who are super Trump supporters and have their own shows and are educated enough and 
giving speeches and lectures on his behalf and the right wing have and talking about how racism doesn't exist. It's fascinating to me because it says in its, in its own little back ass words way that like the black people have arrived at a certain place where well, we me... actually aren't monolith, a monolithic unit anymore. You know, are the like people we you're talking really about spread, you know, are the, are the, are the people you describe and I can't say the word, but you can, uh, Bill Maher got in trouble <laughs> for it last year. W- would they be described as house slaves? Like, are they brainwashed um, by the white culture so that they think that they're better than the field, like the Democrat blacks? I mean, sure. I mean, maybe. I, I don't know. I mean, yeah, that's what, it, like, it, here's the thing, right? I'm sure that there are black folks out there who call them house niggas. I'm sure of it, right? I am positive that there are black people out there who call them that, and coons and Uncle Toms and all kinds of other things. What I honestly think, I've heard Candace's story, and if her story is true, I get how she got where she got, because she had, she, I forget what town she grew up in, but she had a bunch of friends who were white, and one of them had a crush on her, and he was driving in the car with a bunch of his friends, and she started dating somebody, and he didn't like that. So he called her up and said, Called they called her like a black bitch or a nigger, and then said they're gonna hang her like Martin Luther King, like that. Or they're gonna kill her like that nigger Martin Luther King or something. Really, dumb I shit, didn't. Right? I didn't know any of that. Yeah, it, it's some dumb shit. But you know, and she was like, okay, whatever. <laughs> like, and went to school the next day and told one of her teachers, and the teacher I think made her report it. So she reported it, and the problem is that. One of the kids in the car was 15, and the other one of the other ones was the son of the governor or the senator or something. And so then it became a big deal. And everybody was trying to make her out to be this black poster child for, a, for racism and all this other stuff. She's like, yeah, but they weren't really being racist. They're just saying the most hurtful thing they could say to me. They were attacking me because <clears throat> I hurt a guy's right. feelings. Right, and and they lashed out using race, but not because the the guy had a crush on her, wanted to date her, right? <laughs> like he was just hurt. And listen, we're I I'm a dude. I've done dumb things when women have hurt me. I promise you, I've said and and done some really stupid things when when a woman has hurt me in that way, right? So, and and women know they've said and done some real dumb shit too when somebody's hurt them, right? We've all done it. Is and... this your way of defending Mel Gibson? <laughs> <laughs> I, yeah but he was drinking <laughs> that's different that is but, I, I i just made that as a joke because of what he said but i don't want to go down a mel gibson path i'm not I, I i would love to present mel gibson's story without mel gibson in it where i would say to someone hey you're into mental health issues aren't you <laughs> absolutely okay say someone is bipolar and an alcoholic and, and manic depressive and they're on a downward swing and drunk what happens when they open their mouth? You're like, oh, well, you know, they need help. They need meds. Okay, if Mel Gibson used a racial slur, oh, he, he can go to hell. Like, everybody becomes, right. everybody's very sympathetic until it happens. And then they're, well, he's Mel Gibson. Right. Of course we can't be sympathetic. I'm not saying that I am, but I get it. I can take a step back and understand, oh, right. if someone is bipolar, drunk, and depressed, they're going to say hateful, hurtful things. 
And yeah, so anyway, but so yeah. okay, and, so that's Candace's story. So where where well well well, what happened is the shitty uh, story. They turned they tried to make her into the poster child for this thing, and she really wasn't trying to go down that path. She's like, listen, this is gonna ruin these kids' future. And one of them's like 15, and they're gonna label him a racist. He's not gonna be able to get into a college because he's gonna be. And she's like, that's a little bit insane. <clears throat> Even though they use racial slurs, they're not actually racists. And the 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 I suppose I assume the black community or the liberal community wouldn't basically they kind of like shut her up and started creating their own narrative about it. And at the same time they were doing that, Trump was talking about fake news. And she's like, he's absolutely right. And she was a liberal before that. She was like an anti-Trump person and all kinds of other stuff. But then he starts talking about fake news and how the news is making shit up and all that stuff. And she's like, holy shit, he's totally right because they're doing it to me. And then she just went over to that side because the liberal side did that whole cancel culture thing on her before it was a thing. They just kind of silenced her and created their own stories about her. And it was ridiculous. And so that's how she got where she is. And I was like, you know what? I totally understand how she got there. Let me, let me interrupt like, you I for a second. I absolutely get that. And, and I apologize, mm-hmm. but the, I relate to that story on a very, very, very small level. On a scale of 1 to 10, mm-hmm. if she's an 11, I'm a point zero two five. Um, You know like I know. You are a musician. You promote the shit out of yourself. You go places. I'm a comedian. I go places. I have had fucking 100 stories written about me in local small newspapers. And it is astounding to me how wrong an article is about me after I've given an interview where I will say all these words <laughs> and then I will read the article and go, that's not me. Who the fuck said that shit? And I'm like, and I think about it. I say, if they are wrong in, in something this small, how wrong can they get when it becomes a big story or an important story? And I'm not saying don't trust the media, but I've caught the media in lies before. I was listening to a podcast by either NPR or the New York Times. I think it's NPR. And they were um, they were doing an expose on, uh, shit, I'm drawing a blank, Blum, Blumhouse Films, the, the little studio that makes the $3 million horror films that gross $100 million. <laughs> and they were talking about one of the directors. Um, I think it was Rob something. I can't think it was. He directed Triple X with uh, Vin Diesel, and he directed the first Ooh. Fast and Furious. And they talked about Ooh, after he did those nice. hits, his career started to tank, and it was only the small studio that brought him back to prominence. And I'm like, that doesn't sound right. And I looked it up, and he had like two hit films between the ones, like he had one that tanked, then two hits, then another one that tanked, then he did the Blumhouse film, and the way they made it seem like his t- career was in the toilet. I'm like, he had just directed a $200 million grossing film. So I'm just saying, the, the media fudges things all the time. And I, well, I know that's an aside from Candace Owens, but I'm saying I no, get it. But... I get where she's coming from when she's saying, wow, this happened to me personally. I see how the machine operates now, and right. I don't want a part of it. I mean, and, and it happened to her like in two or three other ways from the liberal community within a very short period of time. But here's the interesting thing, right? And we could segue back to race at some point. But here's the interesting thing that the I the, the places where we used to go to get information that we trust are no longer available. Right. And let's say let's say we define truthful as something you believe. Right. Like you believe it. 
<clears throat> when you say it, you believe it, and so therefore you're being truthful, right? Even if it's not true, you believe it. True means, let's say, something that you believe is true when you say it, but that it maps back to some kind of independent, verifiable source that backs up what you say to be true, right? There's not a single place out where I can see in our world today where you can get reliable information. I don't see it. I don't see any place. I think that all the information we get is strategic. Even if it's true, it's still strategic, right? Like it is very intentional, the, the news we get and the biases they want us to, to create, that they want to create in us because I think that ultimately what they want to do is make up our minds for us so they can sell us more shit, right? That's my honest feeling. And I think well, that it just, you know, Yep. The, I, it's funny because I just shit on them because I used a podcast. NPR is still pretty much the standard bearer for nonpartisan, non-biased, factual. The thing I was listening to was an yeah. offshoot where they were trying to tell a story. But if you just go to the NPR website, and that's why you're know, like PBS News is the most boring because they just sit there and like, here is what happened. This is dispassionate. Yeah. The right says this. The left says this. Here is what, ha and it's like, yeah. I can't even watch it. But yeah, NPR is still fine to be the standard bearer. And everyone else, yeah. like you just said, it's not that, going back to my personal experiences with them getting stories wrong about me, it made me realize that, sure, you have left-wing media such as MSNBC, and you have right-wing media such as Fox. But overall, it's lazy. It's just lazy and sensationalistic, yeah. where it's click, 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 like, not to belittle uh, this story we're talking about with Amy Cooper, the, the racist woman, and Christian Cooper, but why did that go viral? This shit happens all the time. This one yeah. just got lucky that it went viral. I'm sure there are right <clears throat> now 15 recordings out there of something happening similar to this that nobody's hearing about. I mean, I think we yeah. live under this illusion that every time something shitty like this happens it goes viral and i that's not the case there are there are a handful no, of recordings right now no. where someone is having something racist happen to them and it'll never see the light of day i mean i saw one where i saw a white cop beat a white woman at a light <clears throat> she was a nurse and she got out of her car and i guess she said something that he didn't like, and he smacked her down, and he like he didn't smack her. His his hand might have been open, but he that shit was not nice, man. She fell right to the ground. I saw a video of that, and that shit didn't make it to the news, right? Because that doesn't fit the narrative that cops only beat black people. You well, know that, that sells, that gets clicks, that gets <clears throat> outraged. Right. That goes back to my my Facebook feed, where it's like right. all my white liberal friends. This is the worst thing that ever happened, and the black friends i have are always like yeah it happens every day it's not like you're used to it but you're like I mean, yeah fair it's like that yeah. saturday night live sketch with the uh, uh Chappelle and then chris rock on election eve where all the white people were like oh my god how could trump have won you know and then you know either chris yeah. rock or dave Chappelle's like ah oh, it's almost like america's full of racists huh who knew like right. completely non-phased <laughs> by it just so used I mean, to it. like this is our day-to-day -day life this is what we'd live with 24 7 i mean there is a certain amount of fragility that the white community has that black people don't understand but i'll say that i would i think that young black people have it too though now 
Yeah, you know, I would agree I with that. I don't, Hence I, the I, I you ain't think. black comment going back to Joe Biden. Those are the ones that were freaking right. out millennials. I mean, but but again, if you're a millennial, where do you go? Like, here's the thing. You and I grew up in an age where the news was still kind of dispassionate and still kind of reasonable. Television shows were racist and stupid. Like, I'll go look back at, like, some old shit that I used to watch. Like, oh, my God, that's so fucking racist. Right? But it's kind of funny. Like, it's not mean racist. Nobody, they didn't mean anything by it. It was just, it, it, when we say it was just the times, it really was just the times. Like, when you look at Porky's and you see all that ridiculousness, that was kind of what high school was like a little bit. Porky's a little bit before our time, but but you know what I mean. Like no, when I you mean, watch those dumb movies. We thought it was you know, fun. You, like oh my god, can you yeah. imagine looking at a bunch of girls in a shower today? It's peeping Tom right. thrown in jail. It's like you get right. that it's a crime, oh but god. back then, yeah, it was. Oh my god, but but back then it, it was, was actually hijinks. perfectly normal. Yeah, it, right. It was just, and I'm not saying that makes it right. Maybe that's what people call toxic masculinity, but I I feel like I feel like back then. Boys did dumb shit to girls, and then girls did dumb shit to boys, and we all just kind of worked it out. That doesn't mean that that's, that people didn't get raped and really bad things didn't happen, but it just seems like we were a lot more tolerant of just dumb kid behavior. We didn't demonize children being children. Maybe we should have, right? Like, I don't know, right? Maybe there's a bunch of, like, women in our age bracket who are totally fucked up because of some shit that happened to them that that as men we think is completely innocuous and that really traumatized them right like i don't know well I know we lots do know of women in our we, age bracket like, and they don't seem to be totally fucked up haven't we talked about christine blasey ford and brett kavanaugh i mean that and, and i mean the way i viewed that is yeah. that he and his buddy were just a couple drunk assholes and maybe trying to grab her boobs and like she felt like she was going to be raped I mean, and she is legit Enti- I mean, she, she was right. scared and real when i look at them like it was a and i'm not when i say it was boys being boys i do not mean that as a justification and that behavior is inappropriate and boys need to be taught better and not do that shit what i am saying is that it was not their intention to scar her for life they were just drunk and stupid right and and they were drunk and stupid and inappropriate and so I when mean, you say we don't know any women we have a prime example right there of someone but, but who was scarred for life because of it and asshole's yeah, actions. But but here's the thing. What I'm talking about is dumb 14, 15 year old boy hijinks. They were in college. They're a bit older. I would hold them to a different I, standard. They were in honestly. high school. They were in high school. Oh, they were in high school? I thought they were in college when that happened. No, the thing okay. with him is his, his drinking and pulling his dick out happened all the way through college. Oh, good Lord. What an ass. He's just a piece right. of shit. But anyway. I think he's just a douche, right? Not but, because he pulled but, his dick out. Know. Who cares about that? But the whole idea that then you, you become a man and you lie about and you the, his temperament. Anyway, let's not go down that path. Yeah, I'm just saying yeah. as far as uh, idiotic boy behavior that could harm a woman, there's a prime example of it. Yeah. Because as I, I mean, don't know if I made my point yes. clearly. No, that, no I don't, that's, well, that's let me, what you're right, though. I'm just saying I my point was I... And I'm only basing this off having been a boy. I do not believe Brett Kavanaugh and his idiot friend sat down and said, hey, let's rape this girl or let's scare the shit out of her or let's throw her down to the bed and dry hump her. You're like, I think it was just they're drunk. They're stupid. Like, hey, look at her. I jump on her. High five. And And then they were moving on with their life. And it really harmed her. Yeah. And, And maybe, listen, at the end of the day, maybe they also were sexist. 
Oh, you know, sure. maybe not, maybe not consciously. And, you know, they love their mothers and love their sisters and don't want anything to happen to them. But in the same way that that woman is racist, but probably has black co-workers that she doesn't think who are she who she thinks are significantly more talented than her. Some of her white co-workers. Right. She could be perfectly not racist and do racist shit. They could also just be typical dudes. And that's what I mean. I don't mean to excuse the behavior. What I mean is that in these situations, when I look back at the old shows from the 80s and early 90s, I see tons of racist shit that at the time we didn't think was racist. I see tons of sexist shit that at the time we didn't think was sexist. It was just the way people behaved. That doesn't make it okay and that doesn't justify it by any stretch, right? But when you watch Magnum P.I. and you watch him... You watch the racist shit that they do and say every time. What's his name? T.I. says whatever. T.C. I, I haven't seen it every in 20 years, TC, and I remember. Every time, well, every time he sees a woman, he goes, ooh, look at them bazumbas. I'm like, oh, good Lord, who talks like that? <laughs> like, but he's, he, now, here's the thing. Magnum is the biggest fucking horn dog anybody knows, right? right. He's always fucking his friend's sisters. Other than he's Sam He's fucking alone. every client. Right, he's fucking, right, he's fucking every woman on there, but T.C.'s the lecherous one because he's going, look at them bazumbas. Oh, look at them cans and look at it's like, oh my god, right? Magnum can't fuck, he can't not fuck anything that moves, but TC's the the the, the sexual predator who's the lecherous one. I'm like, good lord, it's just bullshit, right? But I didn't think that at the time. I mean, I was a child, you know, I was a little boy, but you know what I mean? Watching the Dukes of Hazard, it didn't dawn on me that the General Lee was 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 that that flag meant something, nobody cared. Like nobody cared. All tons of black people watched that. My parents were damn near in the Black Panthers, and they let me watch the Dukes of Hazzard. Didn't think anything of it. You know what I mean? They thought it was just typical stupid television, and they're right. It was typical stupid television. But now, if you had a car with that flag on it, can you fucking imagine a TV show like that? Well, they did about it in the movie. Good old, about some good old boys. They addressed it <laughs> like, in the movie. He, they they right. they left the they they. Um, everyone was, they fell asleep in a traffic jam or whatever and woke up and everyone was like, you know, yelling at him and they, what the fuck is everyone talking? They looked at the, they, they didn't ask for the flag to be painted there. Uh, they left the car right. with Cooter for repair and he <laughs> did it. And then they were embarrassed like, oh geez, now we have this thing on the car. Womp, womp. You know, and so they, cause they wanted right. the car to be authentic, but they didn't want the characters to be you know, like, woohoo, the, the Confederate flag. Right. They had to make it an embarrassment. They have to acknowledge right. in the movie that it was an embarrassment. Yeah. yeah. I mean, and, and, and that's the thing, right? Like nobody cared because I'll tell you this, man, when we talk about things getting better, they're not getting better. They're getting worse by a huge margins. When we talk about how things are so progressive, we've come so far, what we mean is technologically. Technologically, we have more, significantly more available to us. Maybe the median income has risen significantly, right? Like, I don't know, right? I think that, like, and there's more laws and people are safe and protected and, right? Like, and there's more black people here and blah, 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 and women in power and all that other stuff, right? But here's the thing. When I was a kid and we got chased by cops, we got pulled over by cops, 
we got yelled at, we got screamed at, they strip searched the cars, and they'd throw all the shit out and throw it on the ground and be like, fuck you, pick it up yourself. You know what I mean? Like, they were a bunch of dicks to us and stuff, but I never was afraid for my life. Even when they were up in our face and yelling at us, and even if one of them smacked somebody, we were never afraid for our lives. Now, I grew up in the suburbs, not in the city. I know in the city, they had a different experience. But in the burbs where I lived, we were not afraid. We were afraid of them, but we weren't afraid for our lives. Do you know what I mean? And it doesn't mean that black people weren't dying at the same rate that they die now, or even at a more a higher rate or a lesser rate. I don't know what the stats say, but I can tell you that personally, I have mouthed off to many cops in my day back in the day. Many of them, I got up in their face, especially when I thought that they were being racist and breaking the law. Like when they would pull me over for profiling, I'd be like, listen, do you understand? I know my rights and I'm up in their face, man. Seriously, them, my friends would be placing bets on whether or not I was going to get arrested because I'd be up in their faces because I knew they were being racist and I knew they were wrong. And they were going to give me the ticket anyway because they always did. They made up some fucking charges and then gave me some fucking four point ticket. And I was tired of it. I was tired of fucking my insurance being crazy high and always having to go to court to fight things that were total bullshit. And then still the judge being like, well, I believe the officer. And here, you know what I mean? I'm like, God damn, I was so angry, so angry. And I'd be in their faces and I never was afraid for my life. And now when I get pulled over, I'm terrified. I'm fucking terrified. And, you know, seriously, I am terrified. And we and people will say, well, maybe it's because, you know, now we have cameras so we can see it. But that maybe that's the case. Maybe it was always going on. But I can tell you that even in towns like there's towns like Milltown and Highland Park, where it was like we knew not to drive through Highland Park. You got to the edge of New Brunswick. You went on to Route 1, drove past drove through drove down the highway, one exit, got back off, and then kept on going down 27. You did not drive through Highland Park. You just didn't do it. Because we all knew. And if you did, you literally drove the speed limit and pissed yourself for that fucking one square mile town. You pissed yourself driving straight through the center of town at the speed limit. Milltown. Milltown, there was known. Highland Park, they just give you tickets. They wouldn't, or they wouldn't abuse you. They'd give you tickets and you throw the book at you no matter what. And they'd pull you over all the time for anything they could. Anything they could. Milltown was actually dangerous. They might beat you up. But again, nobody was afraid for their lives. Well, at least not in my area. Even in the places where it was really bad and they, you knew they'd beat you up if they caught you. East Brunswick, East Brunswick cops, those are the ones that shot, shot Asada Shakur back in the day. Now, I'm not saying that they didn't feel like they had their reasons. I've read her book. I haven't heard their side. I read her book and I was like, they seemed like a bunch of assholes to me. But... Uh, and they dress their 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 uniforms literally look like Nazi SS uniforms. It's ridiculous. It's insane. Well, let me right? let me ask you this. And again, I'm only playing mm-hmm. devil's advocate. I'm not I'm not um, I'm formulating thoughts. I'm not sure where I'm going. It's I've got two things going in my head. You th- you said things are getting worse. Um, I know I've made fun of them. Do you think it's better today that? You know, all my all the white liberals I know freak out when something happens to a black person. Like, isn't that a sign of progress? Or at least how, I wonder I wonder how much of it is virtuous signaling and how much of it is genuine, because 
we need to be allies together for things to change. So that could be seen as progress or, and this, this is a good, the devil's advocate side, these interactions we see, and let's, we can segue into uh, George Floyd, the man in Minneapolis who was just killed, um, that these interactions are possibly or, quote, hopefully rare, that there are interactions between white cops and African-American men and African-American women, just police officers and civilians, hundreds of thousands of them daily, but when one goes wrong, it is plastered everywhere, and then we think things are getting worse. But what are your thoughts on either of those? Hmm. Because we I didn't have 24-hour news to fill our time as we were kids. We didn't have the Internet. So if it was happening at a right, higher or even the know. same rate, we were yeah, unaware. but nah, I mean, but here's the thing. When Sean Bell got killed, I mean, this is going way back to the 90s and shit. When, you know, when Sean Bell got killed, when in the 80s those two little black girls got killed down south, we all knew, all the black people knew. There was like, there was like a telephone game thing. I don't know how it worked. I honestly don't know how it worked, but we knew. We knew that some black person got shot in Brooklyn by a cop for holding a candy bar. We knew that some black guy got shot when they asked him for his ID and he pulled out his wallet and they went, ah, wallet, and they shot him after they asked him for his ID. We understood all that stuff. We just couldn't prove it. That's why when the OJ thing happened, we were all so excited. Right. We're like, finally, because that's what everybody kept on saying. Everybody kept on saying, show us, show us, prove it, prove it, prove it. It's your word against theirs. And so when the OJ thing happened, black people really thought we finally were going to be able to show what happens to us on what we consider to be a consistent basis. Wow, you picked and, uh, the wrong, <laughs> wrong one to bet on there, huh? <laughs> right, and, and but that's why the riots happened. Like, oh, yeah. People don't understand. Like That's well, why that they was, happened. Because, the riots happened because, because of the cops, the Rodney King right, cops. But, right, but that's right. But right, that's that was what I pre-OJ, mean. But, but, I think. I mean, I, I, I don't mean OJ. I'm sorry. I, mean, I meant Rodney King, not OJ. I'm oh, sorry. okay. I was, that's why I'm sitting there like, yeah, no, I know why you were so happy with it. Like, People no, celebrated because yeah, they were saying, Lord. "Oh, no, so right. yeah, the, the Rodney totally King wrong. video totally coming out wrong. was yeah that that no. was right. Boom, that's here that's it is what, what I mean. you've been dealing with yeah. forever." But I'm sorry, I, I was just watching the Chappelle thing, and he's talking about his four meetings with OJ. So I got OJ on the brain. But yeah, so right when when the Rodney King thing happened, black people really did think that we finally got one and we finally were going to win. Oh, I could totally see how that OJ being in that sentence totally sounds different. That's yeah, no, it's, it's, well, no, because uh, that was complete. the prevailing thought at the time is uh, right. the, uh, the African-American right. community okay. celebrated. And the I mean, they had stark, even Bill Clinton went on the news and said, I, I think the, the difference in how this verdict was given or received shows the divide in race in America and we need to be communicating with one another. So that's why when I you mean, said, OJ, I, yeah. I went with you until... Okay, oh, that's funny. Until the end when I made my joke. I'm like, wait a second, now something seems odd because, yeah, you put everything right. on OJ. Oh, and in retrospect, um, shouldn't have. But Rodney King makes sense front to back. 
Yeah, I'm sorry. Yeah, I, I, I'm glad you caught that. Holy shit. Yeah, <laughs> but right, like, like when they beat Rodney King, we were like, finally, we finally got him on tape. Those motherfuckers are going down. This is finally going to come to an end. We've been saying this for years, and then nothing. And we're like, God damn it. And then there's the riots, right? And then something else happens, and there's again and again and again. And now there's so many videos of it. The one that the one from today, I, I didn't even watch the no, video. I, I did not I watch saw, it. There's no I saw the fucking pictures. way I was going to watch it. I saw the pictures of that guy sitting on that cat's neck and his eyes bulging out of his head. And I was like, there's no fucking way I saw watch this one video. picture and all the, I was like, the fucking oh my headline. God. Eight minutes. Eight fuck. Are mean, you kidding me? I mean, I, I had six minutes right? of your so, knee on right, someone's. Still, what happened? I mean, what the fuck and, was there, he thinking? I can't even wrap my mind around. So. Later on uh, today, as we record Tuesday, uh, all four officers involved were fired. I don't yeah. know how many of them are going to get their job back because they'll complain and say, well, or, I was just standing there. But at the same time, like, you have three guys that could have said, get, get your fucking else. knee off yeah. his neck. Like, you had three guys I standing mean, there that could have right? said, he's in handcuffs. He's on the ground. Let's put him in the back of the car. Anything. Eight fucking minutes with and it. Here's, and here's the problem. When you talk about, I'm sorry to interrupt you. No, no, that's I'm like, just I'm I'm stuck on the eight minutes. That's all. I I I, I refuse to watch the video. I refuse to watch anyone die. I refuse to watch I mean, any, uh, eight goddamn yeah. minutes. Yeah, I'll watch it at some point. But I saw one where they like shot some guy who was trying to break into his own car because he locked his keys in the car, and he was trying to explain that to them and said, "Listen," and like they get and they he was angry because I guess whatever they're harassing him in his mind. And so they got him down to handcuffs, and the dude shot him. And I was like, oh, my God. I saw that video, and it just fucked me up for, like, a day or two. I was like, man, I, I have too weak a constitution for this stuff. Like, I, I can't take it. But but to tie back into to your initial question, I think that that's the reason why I think it's getting worse and why the white liberal people... While I think the white liberal people, while they care about a whole lot of other people, they don't care about white people. And that's a real problem because it's real sexy to go save little spotted Negroes and save this person and save these poor people and these marginalized people and these these folks. And I believe all these people need saving, but also the same people who need savings are poor white kids and, and, and poor kids all over. And it would be really lovely if some of these programs would would like if they were like groups of people black people white people whoever people who would go down to these impoverished communities and start to try to make a difference down there because the difference needs to be education those people aren't going to change i'm not when i say those people it sounds so fucked up so i don't mean it to sound <laughs> that way but well, yeah but you know what i'm saying like like but like really like like when i ask my white friends like Oh, you know, my white liberal friends particularly, and again, a blanket generalization because not all my white liberal friends would say this, obviously. But when I ask some of them, you know, what about this? Oh, yeah, we need education programs and these people need help and these people need help. I'm like, yeah, but what about those white kids who live in trailer parks on meth and stuff? Those kids should know better. I'm like, okay, so that's just stupid. Like, why should they be less brainwashed than anybody else? 
right? Like those kids have just as much a chance of success as the the poor black kid in the in the hood who's struggling and his mom's a crackhead and his dad's in jail. Then there's some kid in a in a fucking trailer park somewhere whose mom's a meth head whose dad's in jail. Why does that kid have that kid has just as poor a chance because the class issue is driven into us just like the race issue. It's just as bad. Poor people have a disdain for rich people and that disdain for them is completely put there on purpose because there's something that's supposed to be noble about being poor and all kinds of shit like that so that those people don't ever strive to become wealthy. They have such a disdain for it. They hate education. Talk about all that book learning and city slicker bullshit, right? You know it's what's like funny? They're, they're no better off than the poor black people are. They're no better off. I hadn't thought of this in a while, but what's funny is uh, everything you just said, I uh, heard uh, a Southern uh, sort of, I can't remember, self-admitted sort of like white trash preacher said that he was completely blown away by the support Trump got because he, he said, in reality, the New York City slicker, it goes all the way back to Pace Picante, New York City, um, <laughs> That, that Trump was everything that poor white trash stood against. And he's like, these are my Absolutely. people. I know these people and they don't like fucking gold toilet business. You know, and he, he was just like, I have to admit it. I was fucking stunned the way he was able to bring them into his fold because he is everything that my people rally against. But he's doing it, it, and this this is where it gets annoying. It gets so annoying because you, while we have a bunch of people running around dressed up like Nazis, right, and you have Trump going right out of the the fucking Goebbel playbook, right, <laughs> right. He's like literally, he goes and finds. Here's what Hitler did. He went to the poor towns and told the poor people that they were the most German people ever, and that the reason why they didn't have jobs is because the Jews were fucking it all up for everybody, and that they were the best, and they were the ones who needed to fight. And if they rallied together and they started fighting, they could take their country back. And when black people said that four years ago when Trump was running, everybody was like, that's not what it is. I remember arguing with people about, I'm like, listen, this is Hitler in the making. This is how it happens. This is how it happens. Like, nobody pays attention and everybody asks, how did Germany do that? Well, this is how they did it. And that's exactly what he did. He took his gold-plated toilet, he flew down there in his gold-plated jet, came out with it in his gold-plated shoes and told those poor-ass people that they were the most American. That they're the true patriots and that this country used to mean something. When? When their daddies all died of black lung in, in the coal mines? That's when it meant something? All right, fine. You know, sure. He's talking about this this time period. That they, During that time period, those people didn't live some prosperous life. They were it was horrible in the 50s, 40s, 50s. Their lives weren't good. You know what I mean? She was terrible. They're poor as shit back then too. Well, I'll even go back like, further you know, than that. I know that's. I know Trump was going for the golden era bullshit. Um, I saw someone post on Facebook the other day. I can't remember the year, but it was over 100 years ago. And I was talking about how. Do you remember back in the day when you didn't need a license to fish and you didn't need this and you didn't? And I'm like, it, it was this big libertarian anti-regulation government thing, and I just said. A hundred fucking years ago, we didn't have vaccinations, outdoor 
you know, we we had we had we didn't have vaccinations, indoor plumbing, or electricity. You took a shit in an outhouse, and you died when you were forty. <laughs> the fuck are you trying to say that things were better? Like that was like, and the guy just I can't remember his response to me. Like I might have deleted or said fuck you, right? But it was just like you are absurd if you are literate because he, he went back into eighteen seventy or like, or maybe it was nineteen twenty. It was it was. No, it wasn't in the night. It was eighteen something. Right. It was like you you could buy shit with gold. I'm like, you you have yeah, to understand. You can buy, how you can buy people. Stupid. You yeah. can buy people with gold. Absolutely. I'm just like, you have to understand how stupid this means. You went back so far for the purity of America. Are you fucking kidding me? I mean, and come on, man. Like you know, like again, I, and and I'm sure that there's tons of black people. I'm not sure, but. I'm going to make the assumption that there's tons of black people doing this too, but I've seen tons of videos of angry white people walking around without masks on and coughing on people who have masks on. Yeah, they're getting now, arrested too, thankfully. Now, here's the thing. Arrested, not arrested, I, I whatever, right? I mean, what? how is you... How are you and me expressing our constitutional right differently somehow a threat, right? Like, if you don't want to wear a mask in public, fine, right? Whatever. Uh, you know, you're walking down the street, what the fuck, you know, you don't want to put your mask on, whatever. You come into an enclosed space, put your goddamn mask on, right? That's what it says. And it's just a courtesy, it's like, since when is that such a strange thing to have to want to do, right? But then to walk up to a person who has a mask on and call them an idiot and cough in their face, like, that's not okay, ever. Well, I'll go you one that's further. not okay. Because we can bring this it's back ridiculous. to race. I, uh, I posted that. This is on my comedian page, my, my comedian business page. I posted a thing saying... I don't remember, but it was basically no shoes, no shirt, no service. We never had a problem with it. And now people are drunk on Trump and saying, my freedom, my freedom. As someone posted, this woman, Betty, and I took a screenshot of it and I posted it on my wall and I tweeted it. Um, she posted, and this is out there. Um, and I'm, I'm going to get this. I'm paraphrasing because I don't remember verbatim, but it was a meme that on the top had a bunch of people wearing medical surgical masks. And on the bottom were a bunch of old pictures of slaves bound and gagged. And she said, what people don't understand is masks equal slavery or something like that. And I am like, are you fucking kidding me? You just compared surgical masks to slaves. And, and these were old pictures of actual slaves. It, and right. it was yeah. very clearly racist and stupid just just blatant stupidity to try and draw a parallel oh, between man. because uh, this is this is non-related i just saw a, a biologist a biologist showed two petri dishes and said i coughed on both of these one wearing a mask one without a mask and the one without a mask was filled with spores and the one that was that were the mask Maybe three spores. Like, masks are just out of courtesy. It's why fucking Japan, when someone gets sick, they wear the mask so they don't spread it. It's courtesy, and we yeah, don't have it in America. We are an uncourteous bunch of fucking assholes. No, right. We, we think that being nice is somehow a sign of weakness. 
right? Like if you're nice, you're a sucker, you're giving in, you're being manipulated. I mean, listen, I rode a motorcycle for years, right? And when I go places and I see cats driving down the highway at 85, 90 miles an hour with no helmets, I think, God bless you, man. Like that's your right to not wear a helmet if you don't want to, but holy shit, I would never not wear a helmet on a motorcycle. I would never not wear a helmet on a motorcycle. I don't care how cool I look, how nice my how good of a hair day I'm having. There's no fucking way I'm getting on that fucking speeding rocket without a fucking helmet. Just like I don't I, I you know, try to wear my seatbelt regularly. I don't always wear it because I figured out how to silence that little beepy thing. So it doesn't always work. It's good to know you're putting your brain power to work on solving the real problems. How that can I be less safe fuck? in my car? That shit was so fucking annoying. Are you kidding me? Um, but I'm pretty good about wearing my seatbelt. And, and, you know, mostly, though, that you know how they trained me to do it? Right? Through the law. They started giving out $125 tickets for people who didn't have their seatbelt on. I do want to back up for one second, though. Well, I, I, I mm-hmm. thought you were going to switch to helmets. I... It, I, this is I, I I I don't feel bad for millennials a lot, but man, especially they're they're all missing out on roadhead because there's no way you can <laughs> get roadhead while that thing's just bing 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 like man. Also, all the cars have such a massive center console now. Yeah. You know, there's an armrest and a gear shift. And all God, that. it's good to be Gen X. We were the last roadhead. ones to get it. Oh, man. God, that was fun. It was great. Oh, the good old days. But, you know, listen, if people want to not wear their seatbelts and not wear their helmets and shit like that, like, you know, okay, fine. I don't understand how that's somehow infringing upon your rights. Like, I don't understand how wearing a mask is infringing upon your rights any more than it being a law that you wear a seatbelt. Right, it's like not. If it's simply a, just someone you know, being an asshole. It's right. nothing more but, than. But no, but 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 it's not down. someone. It's not someone. It's a lot like, like okay, I see what you mean. But you really like you know they're really on this thing where they feel like it's their rights are being infringed upon. They've got guns and they're walking around with guns, literally guns, talking about don't make me wear a mask and let me go back to work. They really want to go back to work. It's not really about the masks, obviously, but not obviously. It's not about the masks. It's about they want to go back to work. But And I get their point, right? Walmart is open. Okay, why is Walmart open? Well, Walmart's got food, right? So they have to stay open. Okay, fine, right? But then why can't the little bodega stay open also? You know, like the big businesses are really allowed to stay open, but the small businesses have to stay closed. Right? Like, I get why they're pissed off. I just I don't do understand uh, I mean, why. The problem, and let's not go down this path because then we'll be going down it forever. And it, uh, the, the thing, the problem is, I mean, you saw the pictures from yesterday, Memorial Day, people just packed shoulder to shoulder in places. We're oh, irresponsible man, children. Shit, the way I write it up is we are being asked to be adults, and we're just not. We're toddlers, and toddlers hate being told what to do, and toddlers need to be told what to do more than anybody. So Yeah. Yeah. I mean, and but, the, but herein lies the problem, right, when we go back to the, the initial question. Not the initial, but part of it is like, you know, do I think things are getting better? And this whole white liberal thing, are they, is, you know, is that a good sign or a bad sign? 
I think white liberal people are a pretty reasonable sign. What I'd like to see is white liberal people be a little, a lot less coward, cowardly, and stop, stop waiting until things are like you know the shit has already hit the fan to then say something. And it's the same problem I have is like I feel like this stuff that that white people again, not all white people, obviously, right? But, Just most of us, you know. Well, whatever. I mean, just some. There's some white people who, like, if if they took the time to read the 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 intelligent works of women from 50, 60, 70, 80, 90 years ago up to today and black people and Spanish people and whoever, they would see that many of the concepts that they started heralding in the 90s and early 2000s were things that other people were talking about 40 years ago, just in a racial context or a gender-based context. And if all these people really understood, like, if they understand now that capitalism is a problem because they are seeing that Walmart is open and they're not open. And Amazon is making more money than ever and Walmart's making more money than ever and all those people stock, all the rich people are making money and all the poor people are being squished, right? And they see that. And so they see that this huge problem, and I'm not saying that there's a better system than capitalism because I don't know that there is. I just believe some kind of, you know, I'm not saying that we moving to socialism or something else is going to make it'll change some things, but we'll just have a different set of problems, probably. Right. But but I think that like those people have been warned for years that the wealthy are not their friends and the wealthy care about them as much as they care about anybody else. Right. Again, black people have been saying this for years. Cigarettes didn't just kill black folks. They killed everybody when they could put seatbelts in cars. They didn't put seat or airbags. They didn't put airbags in white people's cars or not in black people's cars. Just as many white people, if not more, died of seatbelts, lung cancer, all kinds of shit, lead paint, you know, all kinds of bullshit. The difference was, was white people them. died of normal cancer, whereas black people died from um meth uh shit methanol ah fuck what 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 what's what's the cigarettes i'm trying to do a stereotype joke and oh, all i can menthol. think of methanol <laughs> yeah menthol. I, I got stuck menthol. on meth because that's a white <laughs> thing again is as, as the meth god damn right. it i was trying to do a newports joke i just need right. to stop fuck my brain <laughs> it works but then it doesn't like right <laughs> i hadn't thought because that was the old stereotype is uh is methanol yes. yeah is methanol am yeah. i saying it is that right no menthol. Menthol. I menthol. I knew I was getting fucked. I didn't even hear you when you said it a second ago. I heard you yeah. say methanol. Menthol. Yes, that was menthol. the stereotype. Yeah, uh, and well. it's funny because I don't know why black people like that shit. It's fucking ridiculous. But it's minty fresh. But, um, it's minty. It's cool. I mean, whatever. It's. I mean, I don't understand cigarettes much at all. Period. No. But uh, well, let's yeah. start putting a Sunday on this uh, cherry on this Sunday. Uh, any parting yes. thoughts? We we we've shot over an hour. People are like staring at their pocket like we have to keep listening to these two talk about oh, these two idiots <laughs> i mean okay here's what i think i think that if we could all realize that at the end of the day we're all just human and everybody's doing the best they can really like everybody's just doing the best they can and we're all suffering, whether they be poor white folks, poor black folks, poor any folks, are all really just doing the best they can. And sometimes their best isn't good enough, right? Isn't that a line in a song, right? Sometimes their best just isn't good enough, but there's a way that I'm sure there's a way that if we all start really trying to work together in some kind of way, 
we could actually make a difference in each other's lives, right? Because I don't think that, and it sounds, it might be fucked up to say, but I don't think that that black people and white people can separate from each other in this country. We're too intertwined. The cultures are too intertwined. We're too similar. We just don't want to admit it, right? Like we all have the same problems. We all, that's, you know, that's what the rapey guy, Bill Cosby was trying to show in the Cosby show that we all have the same problems, right? Well, here, I'll, but you let me see if I can sum this up for you before we go down a yes. long uh, People need to start acting more like Republicans. Um, exactly. When Biden got the nomination, everybody like, oh, he's going to lose. How did they put Biden up? Oh, Biden's a piece of shit. And then Biden, every time he says something stupid, oh, this is how we're going to lose to Trump. When Trump was running, uh, most Republicans hated him. Like Republicans were coming out and endorsing Hillary Clinton. But you know what? At the end of the day, they said, well, he's still a Republican. I'm voting for him. And he won. Whereas liberals just fucking whine and divide and, and fight, interfight, and like, I only I want mean, what they pout, they act like Aaron Cartman. My guy didn't win, I'm going home. Screw you guys. Um, so what you're saying is we we all should just get in line like Republicans and say, fuck it, we're, <laughs> we're all human. I mean, I, we're all human, I think let's we just should, work toward the, the cause. I, yeah, I think we should get in line with Republicans and try to figure out, since most of them hate Trump and most of us hate Trump, then why not figure out something that we can all do that we all benefit from? Well, I'm not even talking right, politics. Right, sure. I'm just using that as a, as a just metaphor. I'm general. just saying, oh, that, yeah. yeah, we're all human. So instead of always whining yeah. about what's best for us or our side, just humanity well, is the side. Get in line with that. Well, yeah. Let me just pose one question. Because I saw a, a black a black uh, financial advisor who I really respect for all financial stuff. I think he's really right on point. He Don was talking King about how exactly uh, he was talking about how how <laughs> how Biden. I thought you were going to stop. <laughs> no, that one I was I, able to get out. No, I didn't I know, fuck that one I up know, and I'm say Don, um, Don. Shit, I'm coming gross, up with a reference. Don. Gross. No, that one I actually was able to fucking <laughs> nail. I got yes, that one. I know. <laughs> but like, but he said that Biden and Trump are the same. And then he listed all the ways how they're both sexual predators and blah, 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 blah. Right. Well, and except I was for like, the you know, shit against Biden is a complete and total bullshit. But I mean, whether it is or isn't, it wouldn't surprise me if it was true. I mean, whatever. Right. But here's the question. Not whatever. But like, here's the question. Is there a reason that would make sense for people to not vote. Like, I, I know I've heard arguments about some kind of civil disobedience and if we show them and we don't all vote and blah, 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 all this stuff. And I'm like, you know, I, I know that sooner or later somebody's going to have to bite the bullet so that we stop getting the lesser of two evils, right? Somebody's going to have to be like, listen, enough is enough and we're going to not vote and, and you we're going to, like, force the system to be different, right? And I know that, like, maybe that should have been done many years ago when so much wasn't at stake. Because that's how I feel. I feel like I have to vote for Biden because I'm not voting for Biden. I'm voting against Trump. Well, here, let me inter I don't actually interrupt. care who they run. Yes. Um, I, I made this point with Jake a while ago. He said he was going to vote third party because New York is blue. And I'm like, no, mm -hmm. no. See, you don't do that because Trump is an egomaniac and he lost the popular vote last time by three million votes. 
if he loses it this time by 10 million, I'm like, that's just going to hurt his small penis pride. So <laughs> even the blue states have to vote. You can't vote third party because it really has to be crushing to his ego. But the reason not voting is is not a protest is because people will always vote. I mean, Trump is a cult leader. So say everybody yeah. sits down and says, I'm going to protest. I'm not going to vote. Well, guess what? If he gets 100 people in each state, then he wins because he got, it's it. That's you. Sitting out does not work because you, you, no one will ever unify to that point. A fight I is mean, not right. Uh, yeah. All right. Let's uh, let's promote. Yeah. Um, KatieHenryMusic.com. You're the musical director Absolutely. for that band. Um, AntarGoodwin.com hey, for your live personal. stream. Katie Henry Music live stream this Sunday or this uh, Friday at six o'clock on your Facebook. Katie Henry Music. Six o'clock Eastern Central. East, General Switzerland. East, Eastern. Sorry, six o'clock. Yeah, six o'clock Eastern. Five o'clock uh, Central. Uh, four o'clock Mountain. Three o'clock in California. And then yeah, I'm at NathanTimble.com. So there you go. If you like comedy, look me up. If you like music, look Baird up. Or if you just like the arts, comedy, and music, look us both up. All right. Thanks there for hanging out, everyone. Yeah, man. Talk to you guys later.